Welcome back to Tap That AZ Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Walters. We're here. It is today, and you're listening, and I appreciate that. So thank you very much. In this episode, I got to travel to downtown Phoenix into a really cool part of town that's not Roosevelt Row, actually. I mean, there's lots of little cool parts of, of Phoenix, but... It's like an up-and-coming, really cool little area. Different. It's got a different vibe to it. Uh, we'll get to that in a minute. But in the meantime, Tap That Easy Hazy has been killing it. People have been loving this beer. The Tap That Easy Hazy IPA I did with uh, Simple Machine. Marshall Norris, owner, brewer at Simple Machine, nailed this beer. In the second batch, we actually used Sonoran White Wheat. that's actually grown um, right outside of Phoenix in Queen Creek by Sossman Farms by their program grain r&d so it lightened the color up a little bit it smoothened it out is it smoothened or smoothed whatever the word is circle the correct choice made it smoother uh so just a really really fantastic beer marshall just i can't say enough about how well he did on this beer they're out of it in the tap room there may be a few beer stores and stuff like that around state that still have a little bit of it so grab it if you can otherwise we should have another batch out in about a month we do have some swag up at simple machine we have some shirts and we have some glasses go up there all their beers are great they always have a couple great hazy ipas and everything from a red ale to uh sours to all of it and they're all great so go check it out simple machine it's on 7th avenue in deer valley right across from the deer valley airport that sounds like a commercial huh i should do uh i should do a radio commercial um, where were we? Okay, yes, the other thing, A Taste of AZ. I don't know if you've had a chance to check that out. Go to atasteofaz.com. That is the food and beverage podcast that me and my business partner, Luke, who is also my co-author in the Arizona Beer Book, just a badass, great business partner, and we decided, hey, we love food too. So in May, we launched A Taste of AZ, and so go to A Taste of AZ a taste of az.com and go check it out we've got uh about weekly we get a, an episode out uh, usually a video um episode as well as the audio just the audio version so we recently had tarbell's on there uh, mark tarbell we had chula seafood just really getting some cool people going and in january we want we launched a magazine it's a free magazine it's this first issue was 48 pages we're gonna put it out every quarter and it's free for you. So go to a tasteofaz.com up in the little, uh, what's it called? The menu. It says free magazine. Click on that, fill it out, and we'll start sending you a magazine every quarter all about Arizona food and beverage. And it doesn't cost you shit, right? Just some time to go onto the website and clickety click and get yourself a free magazine. So where are we going? All right, let me wrap this thing back up. Um, we did this and here with that and okay these two hilda and ty from the wayward tap house in phoenix on grand avenue so that's what i was getting at grand avenue really cool you got to go check this out and and the wayward is just kind of right in the middle of it right across the street from grand avenue pizza grand avenue brewing is right around the corner they've got some great food some really great beers just a really cool vibe there too. They're, they share a patio with like a tattoo shop, like one of the best ice cream places in the country um, called Novel, Novel, N-O-V-E-L. Anyways, listen to this episode. This is great. Love what these guys are doing. Most of us, if you're if you're familiar with the way word, it's probably a um, good chance that you met Ty or 
Hilda at Ren House. And what a great place to come from. What a great place to learn business from or those guys at Ren House. Let's get into this. Four minutes into this. Four minutes and 10 seconds. I'm, I'm getting better or worse. Who knows? I hope you enjoy it. Uh, let's tap into the wayward I'm real bad at doing intros. So, like, if I could execute being able to do an intro right now, that would save me so much time and headache. Well, you but we do you. Yeah. Just would you want to be? Would you want to be my intro guy, Ty? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, hype man. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Full time hype man. <laughs> his his uh, mouth said yeah, but his eyes said fuck no. <laughs> so, guys, thanks for this. Is this place is incredible? Thank you for Thank having you. me in. Thank you for having us and yeah. coming yeah. and checking out on the spot. Absolutely. I'm excited to do this. Let's let's introduce yourselves first. Let's start with you. Yeah, so my Just name, name is and, and Hilda. Um, yeah, co owner now of Wayward. Was at Ren House forever. <laughs> for a long time. Yeah. You guys both, huh? Yeah, yep. we're there for a very long time. So I'm Tyler, co owner of the Wayward as well. Do you go by Tyler or Ty? Or do you, uh, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Because I always call you Ty. I'm cool with that. Like you better change your Instagram name then, Ty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I, this is great. Like, so as I was coming through, th- there's. I'll be honest with you, the roads are a little confusing on this in this area, right? Because you got some diagonals and, and things like that. Yeah, oh, they yeah. confuse everyone. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that makes it part of the fun, right? Yep. It's like, all right, where's this? Where are we at? And then you see pizza. Oh shit! I'm right, I'm kind of in the right area, and right across the street are you guys yeah, yeah. at the Wayward Tap House. Mm-hmm. What is? Do you guys know what the building was before? <laughs> Like, what are the, what's the story behind this place? Uh, so it's a super old building. I think it's from <clears throat> 1927-ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know it was a Paisley Violin Cafe. Um, then it was Third Space. And then it was us. What was Third Space? That sounds familiar. Uh, Third Space was like a venue okay. uh, and cafe and bar. Um, people really enjoyed that spot in this neighborhood. Uh, but it was closed for, I think, six to eight months before we found this location okay. a little over a year ago. Yeah. And when you guys saw this place, it, it was it the first? The, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll go back a little bit to the story, but was this your first choice? The area was definitely one of the um, places we wanted to be in. Okay. We wanted to be in an upcoming area. We, we saw a lot of projected growth, and this definitely was one of those I'm sorry, I was just fixing my <laughs> I thought it was going to continue on. No, but, sorry, no, I was going to go. But yeah, um, like Melrose area was also one of those places, uptown. Okay, um, yeah. You know, like Buck and Ryder. Like, People uh, are digging the, yeah. the this kind of, I don't say, is it a rejuvenation kind of, I guess? I would say. Downtown yeah. area? Yeah, I would yeah. say. Um, you know, there's a, I feel like there's a difference between rejuvenization and revitalization and, and gentrification and... Um, you know, we're just trying to keep the character of the of the neighborhood, not completely change it, make yeah. it something else that it's not. So we're just here doing that. Heck yeah, bringing good good beer into yeah, the airport. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But there's always some good beer. Right, Grand Avenue's right over yeah, there. Yeah, Grand Ave Brewing's right up the street, and they're awesome. Yeah, yeah. they've been great with us. So the thing behind the yeah, our, our tower. Tell me that that's what the. The, the what do you call it a tower yep yeah that was a tower we got <laughs> like, what, is, what is the word you use i think it was something specific you know crazy but uh <laughs> so, well where did it all start like so and i know ty you and i talked a little bit before about uh how your love for craft beer started but but hilda what about you like where, where are you from arizona first of all uh originally i'm from la okay. i moved out here when i was about 12 and then 
I, I actually I was working for Quick Trip for ten years, and that was like my first and only job. And then of who, who at it? Quick Trip. Oh, Quick Trip. Okay, yeah. gotcha. I was there forever. <laughs> yeah. I love Quick Trip. Yeah, me too. It's a great place <laughs> to work. Yeah, they take care of their employees. That's what I've heard. I've heard mm-hmm. it's a really great employer, like that you, they pay well and people are, and it makes a difference, right? Oh, yeah. You absolutely. go in there, like, hey, yeah, the customer like, service is amazing. Yeah, yeah. I was like, hey. <laughs> so it was, it was great being there. I was there, but and I kind of just wanted to branch out. And I mean, I love drinking beer. So Always I loved have. hanging out, yeah, yeah, at breweries and stuff like that. So I just something that I gravitated to. Um, naturally, just and then, Ren House just being new, um, we're like, well, let's let's grow together. Yeah. So how yeah. did you approach? Because uh, we're going to tell Ty's story here in a second. It's it's really deep, and Ty <laughs> <laughs> Drew took him through the ringer on his interview. But uh, <laughs> but for you, how did that? How did that connection happen with Ren House? Um, honestly, I just I saw a post uh, on Craigslist when they were looking for somebody, um, and then I'm just, just shooting a shot. I asked for a little paragraph of why you know Ren House was a good going to be a good fit for me for myself and I was like, okay, well, don't really like <laughs> writing that all that stuff but okay let's do it um, that almost then, eliminated you from contention y- yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I was like do that. I want to do this do I not uh, yeah. but I mean not, not luckily I did and uh, yeah I had a my first interview with our old manager Kevin and then yeah then drew it and Bill th- put me through the ringer <laughs> Did they? Were yeah. they tough on you? Yeah, I don't know. Have you told her like, your story yet, Ty? Uh, she knows. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. She knows what happened. <laughs> is, there, is there some tension Poor between? Poor Ty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, they're, they, you know, those guys are always great. So it was, it, meeting them was just another reason why I wanted to work there. Yeah. So Did you did you find at that point, was there a moment where you're, not even a specific moment where you're like, oh, shit, like this this industry, I love this industry. Beyond just like as a as a casual consumer or whatever. Yeah, I think once I started seeing like the our regulars and just how people how dedicated the people are in yeah. in making the beer and selling the beer and like trading it and you know there's a lot that goes into it. It's not just sitting at the bar and building up at the bar and just like having slamming yeah. a few pints. So it's it's a whole community, and I think that's what I fell in love with the most. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. and, and tie for it. Well, well, we'll go back because we weren't recording when I was grilling right. you earlier. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you are you're from Ohio as well. I'm from Ohio. Yeah, yeah. I forget that every single. I forget. I forget so much. Yeah, <laughs> like it's ridiculous. Um, and I do blame it's it on Ohio. Ohio. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'll happen. So, you <laughs> so, you, so you grew up in Ohio, Southern Ohio, I think you said, right? Because you're big on the skyline chili. Yeah, yeah. I grew yeah. up in. Uh, I was born in Columbus, and then I lived in Cincinnati for a while, and yeah. then I moved to Illinois for a couple of years, and then I moved to Arizona about 15 years ago. Okay. Yeah. You said you were a. I didn't. I never knew this. You were a recruiter, or not a recruiter, a uh, scout. Yeah, I did some scouting for the Arizona Rattlers for a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then I was also working at a place doing some um, sales for a tree trimming company. Dragging trees. Dragging trees. Yeah. That's how it started. <laughs> and then I moved to sales when it was just so hot. Yeah. I just didn't want to do it anymore. Uh, but yeah, then I was looking for a job um, and I reached out to Ren House. I don't know how it happened, but... Uh, I reached out to Run House, and then Drew sent me a message back, and he was just like, yeah, come in for an interview. And I was like, okay, let's see how this goes. And I show up to this little little house on 24th Street. And, uh, was it going to be westward at that point? It was already Run House at that okay. point. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yep. And then um, so I get in there, and Drew's just sitting at the big community table, and we, we talk a little bit, and he just goes, what do you know about craft beer? And I said, well, I drink it. And he goes, all right. <laughs> 
cool. He just, you know, just went with it and gave me a couple T-shirts, and that was it. I start working. Nice. No, who, who was first between you two? I was. Tyler. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And how long after did you did you join? Um, I started shortly after their first year anniversary. Okay. Yeah. And you started not soon after they, or not too much after they. Like th- a couple months after. I, I started in, I want to say, November. Okay. Yeah. And what do you remember about... 2015? Because, I, I mean, everybody thinks of, of Rent House as, you know, as Rent House, as, as they are. They're badasses. I love them. Mm-hmm. Great people, great beers. But it wasn't... They didn't hit the ground running as far as, like, lines out the door and stuff, right? They, uh... Right. It's, uh, no, <laughs> there's yeah. There's a learning curve. No, it's just a little tap room. A lot of people would come in from the neighborhood and hang out. And, you know, people were catching on to how good the beers actually were. Yeah. And you'd start seeing people coming in with a lot more beer knowledge than I have. And telling me this is the best beer you know i've had in a while yeah and then you start catching on to those things you're like oh wow these guys are actually really doing it this is you know people yeah. love this joe max it's crazy and like yeah. all these ipas then they start transitioning into more of the releases and doing some uh some bottles and everything um started with who hit john okay and yeah that was a big seller for them and people like that and you know you can see the line out the door of people lining up for for their beers and it was awesome and you know they're such great guys and such a cool place to work for and and grow with so yeah that was a lot of fun i was gonna say that growth has to i mean for you guys to be there from the from the beginning pretty much the beginning of it uh to, to you know they're one of the best breweries in the country right mm-hmm. i mean if you look at the hazy ipa they are the top you know yeah. that's <laughs> spellbinder yeah, yeah you know yeah, yeah it's amazing so um what was it like for you guys to watch that like Right, because like I said, they weren't they weren't winning awards like right out the gate. They, yeah. you know, you have to build to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes that growth uh, takes a life of its own, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I and I kind of feel like that's you know just seeing their growth is what kind of pushed us and propelled us to kind of create our own thing. Um, mm-hmm. Because they they were so successful doing the, the things that they love, and you know we we saw that growth happen exponentially, and then. You know, we kind of wanted to, you know, start something like that of our own, and that's we yeah. Just took off with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We just went for it. And we, yeah. just, and we just hit the floor running. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, what, I mean, how? What did you guys learn, or what was your main roles there? Let's let's kind of talk about that because I mean, obviously, that groomed you for this place, mm-hmm. right? As far as like, what do you do well? What do you like to do? So, like, Ty, what were your your roles there? Uh, mainly bartending. I did a little bit. You know, I just did a little bit of this, whatever they needed help with at the time for the most part. Like, I did some sales stuff with them from the beginning, uh, you know, picking up, dropping off kegs, um, seeing some accounts, things like that. And then I did some back-of-house stuff with them as well, um, doing some, like, warehouse management for a little bit. And, yeah, just mainly bartending for them because it's, you know, they knew that's what I like doing the most is being yeah. front of house and seeing everyone and hanging out and, uh, it's where I ended up. Yeah. I, I liked it. I didn't really want to change too much. I, I liked being up front and talking to everybody and you know, it was, it was a great spot for it too. Cause it's such a small tap room. Yeah. Um, and when you're, you're behind the bar, you're, you're practically just throwing a, a house party and yeah. they have a, <laughs> really their is. own bartender with some really good beers. So it was always a lot of fun working those shifts. Yeah. Well, you got to be on your toes. I mean, you got to be. There's a lot happening. On, right? Yeah. Small, small place, yeah. uh, both for you guys and for the, for the customer. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was the joy of it, right? Like that was the, 
I don't know. It was the intimacy that people yeah. really liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Because it just you felt like you were just hanging out at your friend's house. Yep. Um, you know, enjoying a couple good beers with them, and yeah, you know, listening to some good tunes, and yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And and I I think you know. I don't know. I've not been to many places where I haven't seen the staff not stressed out. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've any ever seen anybody at Ren House stressed out. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, you you two, uh, you know, obviously, <laughs> yeah. but like everybody's calm. Like it, it could be like people are getting, you know, coming just in droves in the door. Obviously, mm-hmm. you know, that's that was over a year ago plus, but uh but I I mean it's one of those things where you you can teach people skills, right? You hire for company culture, and yep. it seems like that they they did that. They kind of created that culture, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, there are some crazy days there where it's like you know you have a line out the door and kegs are blowing, and someone's running back to grab another keg. Someone's yeah. taking care of some other customers, and you know there's usually a lot happening. But it that's kind of how we trained ourselves on it was going through those days where it's you know busy release days and. Yeah. I mean, there are fun parties and everything, but like the Saguaro parties, which were really cool. But, I mean, everyone that worked there, were so, they were, everyone was so close, and uh, we all worked so many shifts together. It was pretty easy for us to know, like, oh, this guy's got it under control. Yeah. Thing, you know, or like, I can go grab these kegs. Hilda's up there. She can handle it on her own. Yeah. Kind of thing. And that makes it a lot easier. Yeah. Absolutely. You can rely on people to be like, oh, shit, the thing's not going to sink if I (laughs) go to the bathroom or something. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Luckily, we had a really good crew just to kind of lean on Mm -hmm. in any circumstance, you know, because, I mean, nothing ever goes according to plan, especially with, like, those uh, parties that we would throw, like, the world. Like, (laughs) something's not going over here. We're running out of this over here. So, but just knowing that you had, you know, your other bartender there who was going to have your, it was going to be there to support you Mm -hmm. was, I think... What kept us so cool, calm, and collected? Yeah, <laughs> it's like the the theory, do you get either you guys have kids? No. So when so I have two kids. So fur two, baby. two do- you what? I have a fur baby, <laughs> <laughs> which are a lot of work as well. Yes, uh, but it's like when uh, when you have two kids, like one plus one is not two; it's like seven yeah. somehow, right? But same thing with if yeah. you have somebody on your team back there. Yeah. That's like it's not just two of you. There's somehow it's exponentially better yeah. when you guys are in sync. You know. Oh, yeah. And that worked there. That really yeah, did. For sure. Yeah. Well, and it's, it, having the bar being so small back there, too, it's like you had to be in sync. You had mm-hmm. to kind of know where the other person was going to go and you kind of... Not and, slamming into each other. Yeah, because that, that would happen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, yeah I mean, with the newer bartenders, but as like, you like started getting the hang of it and falling in sync with us, then it just all became like you know, easy peasy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and now you guys are starting your own thing, so now mm-hmm. you have to create that synergy amongst your your staff. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, and having that example yeah. is that's yeah. an example. Yeah. What ha- what was there a certain? How did you guys decide that? All right, we're we're going to do our our own thing. We're going to open up this tap room, and and how did? Because I'm sure those guys were super helpful with that. Yeah, it was process. always something you know we've we've thought about doing uh, for a couple of years. You know, Hilda and I have talked about it. Um, then when we actually found, you know, we started looking at some locations and then this location was available, we knew it was time for us to make a move and go for it because this area is so cool and we, we love the, the arts district and everything. Yeah. And we knew what we can kind of bring over here and what it can grow to be because, um, you know, Grand Avenue is such a fun spot. And we really wanted to just create this hub over here for people to come and, and visit and have a beer, have some wine. Uh, we'll have food trucks, things like that. 
but then see what else Grand Avenue has to offer over here, which is so much. And you can just walk the streets over here and, and see some of these cool little shops over here. And it's, it's a lot of fun. So, you know, a couple of years ago, we thought about it when, when the spot was available, we, we jumped on it and then, you know, so we talked to a, the rent house guys. And I was going to say, was it just like a, like a, Hey, this would be cool if we did this. And all of a sudden it's like, Oh shit. There's uh, a spot. We kind of eased into it a little bit, like okay. with, yeah. uh, you know, getting the, the location. Cause there's still a lot of moving parts with it. So we didn't immediately talk to the rent house guys about it. We were kind of keeping things between Hilda and I for the most part. Yeah. Um, and then when it was pretty clear, like we're going for it, then we had a little sit down with, with Bill and Drew and talked to them about it. And they were super cool about it. Um, you know, asked if there was anything we needed. Um, and we just kind of went from there and yeah. then, you know, we were halfway through construction when, uh, when COVID hit. So we, uh, we quarantined ourselves in here and, and did all the construction and, and yeah, we just wanted to get the doors open and get people over here and start getting established. Yeah. The two of you Mm -hmm. hammers and, and screwdrivers or whatever you have to do. (laughs) Made all these tables. We knocked out the ceiling. We exposed all the brick ourselves. We did all the drywall, all the tile work inside the bathrooms. So like this, so, so there's, you know, parts where the brick is exposed, but then there's like, is that plaster or? Yeah, yep. that's plaster. It, did you guys yep. do that? That was just us and a that's sledgehammer. Yeah. And same for this wall over here. Just to kind of exposed. Yeah. So uh, we went through and, and knocked out that wall as well. These buildings are, there's a lot of metal down here. I've noticed. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. what is there? Am I just imagining that? Or is there a deliberate reason why there's metal here? <laughs> you know, yeah. like there's so many, like all this, like Grand Avenue pizza, all the letters are metal, right? yeah. the rusted metal. Um, I love it though. Yeah, like, I, I think, think it's, it's a just the look. old, the, just how old mm-hmm. Grand Avenue is in general. I mean, people don't know that it's, or most people don't know that it's um, like the original highway to mm-hmm. Phoenix. Like oh, there no was shit. no way in or out of Phoenix without getting on Grand. So, wow. um, where did it come from? Like where, like from the, um, I, yeah, I, I, so I like if you like direction. keep like it goes up to Nevada, and then if you um, so yeah, that was your you know the only way in and out, and then you take their um, the highway out to L.A. Yeah, no shit. So this was like this was booming. Yeah, yeah. this was yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, we've seen a bunch of old, really old pictures that have like a bunch of like traveler cottages, mm-hmm. but they were like people just like motels yeah. all up a grand. So it's really interesting. So I think that they, that is probably, they just yeah. kept a lot of that. Old mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. It's great though. I mean, cause like you said, you're, I haven't been out to the patio yet, but you, you got a big patio back mm-hmm. here. Um, and then the, these little cottages are actually businesses yep. and like incredible. Yeah. They got novel ice cream back there. Who's one of the best at what they do. If you know, if you come in for a beer, we will send you over there to try one of their ice cream stuff, donuts for sure. And, and he's opening up another spot next door, which is going to be like a, a craft soda shop and custom peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Custom peanut butter. Jelly. Yep. How do you customize a peanut butter? I think he's jelly. doing like a, a couple different jellies, yeah, a couple like six different, different peanut butters. Peanut butter, six different jellies. That's and incredible. All kinds of syrups to like uh, add to your sodas. Yeah. Yep. So that'll be really cool. And then we've got uh, the tattoo and piercing, electric needle right there. And then there's a bike shop and a hair salon. So it's, it's its own little village back there, which is really cool. Yeah. And you know, it's a huge patio, so we want to keep people out there. And it's just about patio season right now, so it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, 
Yeah, absolutely. And, and I mean, there's, I see a cat out there. There's uh, yeah. a couple of them out yeah, there. Yeah, a couple They're of them. Just chilling. It's, uh, it, it gives out. Our wayward mascots. <laughs> yes. Yep. yep. Uh, Nappy and Ragnar back yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. You know all the neighborhood animals. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He saw Blue earlier oh, today. Yeah. Blue. <laughs> blue. I, yeah. I called my wife, on it, or she called right, right before, when I pulled up, and I'm like, there's a big ass pit bull right here. Yeah. And I said to Ty, I said, hey, man. And she's like, oh, it's Blue. And Blue's just like, hey, what's up? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, Blue's like, yeah, Blue. <laughs> <laughs> blue. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So you guys decide uh, you're going to get this place. Um, you start construction. COVID hits. Uh, what was the what was the the plan? Right. I mean, because how do you differentiate yourself today as a as a tap room? Because it's a tough one, right? I mean, it's yeah. yeah. I mean, we knew going in with our experience of of running a tap room and building those relationships with people and, and letting them have a place where, you know, we know their names, they come in, they feel comfortable with it. Yeah. Uh, and then especially with, with COVID and everything, our, our main goal was to make sure people felt comfortable coming in here enough because, yeah. you know, people are still, you know, scared to go out. And we wanted to make sure they see us, you know, cleaning whenever anyone gets up. And we keep people spaced out and, um, you know, just stay within, like, the regulations as much as possible because we want people to have that that spot to come to and, and not have to worry as much and yeah. know that we're doing everything we can on our end. So, so with, with COVID and everything, it was, it was just trying to be as safe as possible and give people, you know, that fun space to come out and have some beers and, and some wine. And, uh, but at the same time, be feel comfortable being out still. Yeah. And the patio helped with that a lot too, because you could just sit outside and, and drink a beer and it feels like, Kind of like old times where yeah. you can go out and drink and have a beer. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, that was one of our main things was making people feel comfortable being in here. Yeah, and what I mean, what an interesting thing, too, that never no one has ever put that into their or had to put that into their business plan. Right. Mm -hmm. How do we limit the number of people that come mm -hmm. in? Right. Because yeah. the goal right. is to just like promote, promote, pack, pack the, the house. house. Yeah. yeah. Um, so for you, did it change a lot for you guys when when that hit? Like, was it kind of from square one or? How do you even go through that as a tap room that's about to open during a pandemic? It's tough to like plan for. We just kind of, you know, go with it a day at a time. And um, if we're hosting some sort of event, we were super strict about, you know, the masks and everything. And, yeah. and no groups larger than six and, you know, trying to just stay on top of that as much as we can while also, you know, tending bar all night and yeah. yelling at people. And the thing is when people <laughs> drink more, you know, they tend to forget about the masks. They tend, yeah. you know, so you're trying to stay on top of it for them because, you know, they're having a good time. They're, they're oh, yeah. out and that's a, one of the points is the inhibitions drop, right? Yep, oh, yeah. Exactly. All of them. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, you know, it's something different every day. Yeah. And, you know, I think planning events and, and doing the food trucks and stuff and planning for busy days uh, is just a little different because then we're like, you know, it'll be awesome if we, if we get this place packed. But at the same time, you know, we got to responsibly packed, yeah, right? Responsibly <laughs> packed and, and make sure everyone's feeling good about it. Yeah. You guys are doing great so far. I mean, I've heard great things about this place. Um, you know, I guess I'm embarrassed. This is my first time here, but uh, I'm, I'm here. We're able to share a beer, man. But uh, I mean, there's there's the local aspect too, where you guys have the art, right? I mean, the art on the wall here behind you, Ty. Mm -hmm. um, you said you rotate this out. This is these are local artists. Yeah, local artists. So um, every month we'll rotate a new artist. So actually, our neighbor uh, Mikey B 
from uh, Snood City. He does our neon. He did our neon for us. Oh, dude, those are great. I did not see those. So he did these little uh, the chandeliers, and he's actually been kind of finding different artists for us uh, each month so ah. we can display their art because, you know, there's not a lot of places right now that are open where artists can put their work up and, and display it. So we're, we're happy to be one of those businesses that can do it right now and yeah. let people see it. Well, that's also one of the things that's going to, I mean... Going back to the question you asked earlier, this is also what set, sets us apart as uh, not just a craft beer bar. Um, it's also uh, community space, an art space, um, you know, just kind of for everybody. We don't, we're not just catering to the niche beer community crowd. Yeah. Um, it's all, we're also com- uh, catering to the arts and the uh, Grand Avenue community. So mm-hmm. I think yeah. that's also... One thing that you know we keep in mind all uh, all the time about when we get like beers and you know yeah. mm-hmm. our, all our different um, events that we have going on. So now that we're you know we just started doing um, Loteria Night, which is Mexican bingo. So that's been uh, pretty fun. We've been it's our second time doing it now, um, and it's been pretty successful. We got pretty good feedback, and then it's just it is difficult it's trying to keep everybody spaced out at those kind of things. But sure. you know you know. Once you get everybody seated, um, you know everybody just enjoys them themselves, and yeah, it's kind of yeah. You forget for a few hours, you're yeah, <laughs> you're in a normal <laughs> period. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. no, that's a huge differentiator, though, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that that really is because um, you know people opening a spot, um, wanting it to like with the vision of it being part of the community, mm-hmm. right? Not yeah. just like, I hope the community buys into me so they buy my stuff. Yeah, exactly. Right. You know, it's right. more yeah. like, Hey, here's we're we're adding value to this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're like immersing ourselves into this um, area, like this community, yeah. this neighborhood. Um, and, you know, just hoping everybody you know, is as open to us as they, you know, as we are to them. Yeah. yeah. Well, you guys know it, people, right? I don't know who the yeah. guy was here, just waving a second oh. ago in the basket. <laughs> Pablo. Pablo, he's our piercer. <laughs> yeah, he's a piercer behind there. But you know, like you, you guys know everybody, and it's yeah. cool. Like, it, it, it creates that strong bond, yeah. right? Yeah. Where it's like, oh, I know that guy. Because yeah. me, I was afraid of that that dog. You're like, dude, that's blue. Yeah. It's fine. Oh, I'm like, yeah. oh, cool. All right, yeah. blue. <laughs> and you, it's definitely here in yeah. that um, that sense of com- like community here. When, like, I'm when I get here in the morning and I'm opening up. Um, I'll have like people drive by and they're like waving like morning. And that, I mean, that, that, ha- that stuff doesn't happen nowadays. No, yeah. especially so. Phoenix. Yeah. Right? I mean, downtown. Mm-hmm. I mean, what yeah. are we, what are we two miles from like from downtown? downtown. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like we're right off. Yeah. People don't wave. You don't know your neighbors <laughs> oh, by gotcha. name, you know, like that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, that's really cool. I mean, you guys have been here a short period of time, but I can already tell you're making your stamp down here, and this is just the beginning for you guys. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, we're very excited. So, what is the what's the what's the vision? Oh, oh, hold on. You 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 had mentioned something too about um, uh, you know, not just catering to the craft beer uh, community. First of all, I mean, you guys have fantastic selections like this 1912 sour. Um, shout out to Alan, always making good shit down there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but. The high life, right? That's a, that's oh, yeah. a good mm-hmm. like that's a good little you know because I got buddies that love the vibe of mm-hmm. guys. He's like, ah, I just can't find something that I like, mm-hmm. right? And I'm like, all right, well, dude, try this pilsner. He's like, ah, oh, this is not like okay, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's like high life, hell yeah, I'll have oh, a high yeah. life, right? Oh, yeah. And they love people love you know you don't have to be so tuned into this this mm-hmm. craft to to enjoy what you guys are doing. Well, I mean, yeah. you'd be surprised how many of our, you know, our industry friends that come in here and just smash through all of our high lives. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All of sure. them. Sure. Yeah. I'm not going to name any names. It's an oldie but a goodie. It's, it's most of them. Yeah. 
Well, you just, I mean, you, I, I don't know. You got to, you can have, why can't you have everything? Right. right? Yeah. And I think that's, I mean, uh, sometimes I'm only, because I do a lot of the beer buying. So I, I've always just, the way I see it, I'm a little selfish. I just buy beer the way I want to drink. So yeah. I like having the craft <laughs> yep. beer. And, but also yeah. like after a few craft beers, you can only have like yeah, so many. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's good so, to mix it up and, and, like, right, and get some of the lighter stuff. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know what you're getting to, right? Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. I mean, not, nothing against craft, but that's one of the joys of it is mm-hmm. it, it is up and down, right? Yeah. One batch of the this. The consistencies and all that, yeah. Yeah, um, and that's what I think is really cool. When you talk to brewers, um, you they have nothing but respect for the big place. Like, dude, right. how do you get a beer that's on in Key West tastes the same as a beer up in Alaska mm-hmm. if you have a Bud Light, right, or something like that? Yeah, like exactly. So, um, no, appreciate you guys for doing that. Bring in some just... Yeah. Yeah. Beers. yeah, we got we got PBRs, we got oh yeah, some Modellos, yeah, banquet, <laughs> yeah. There's a there's a collaboration between you and the the wait, what you just said something. There was a, where was a beer you just said? Shit, I thought of one of the places over there. As far as a, I lost it. No, I, I completely lost. Novel? I'll edit in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh no, there was a beer that you just said that I said you could put ice cream. Nah, never mind. I lost it. It's gone forever you'll find it in a little bit yeah, i believe in you. you i don't know why i look at my recorder i was even looking at my yeah, recorder like, like what is he looking at over not that i'm just uncomfortable yeah. looking at shit. <laughs> <laughs> but no th- this is a great spot guys uh what what's the what's the vision like what is the to grow with this community as much yeah. as possible and, and you know kind of be we want to become like a staple out here for people to come visit and then venture off onto Grand Avenue and yeah. see what else there is over here because there's so many cool spots and you know they just need that exposure and it's it's such a fun area to come and just hang out have a beer sit on the patio well, we you know we're trying to schedule more food trucks and things like because we don't do food but you're more than welcome to bring food into the tavern with you Grand yeah. Ave Pizza is right across the street and you, know, you can grab a slice bring it in here so yeah just growing with this community and, and just seeing where it takes us see where it goes from there yeah, we're um, like going forward as things start getting a little better, and we're going to start planning uh, more events, um, like uh, bike rides and that kind of stuff. Oh, we just nice. wanted, yeah, like there's a big bike community out here, so things like that. We want to do movie nights. We want to do you know, all the fun stuff. Yeah. But yeah you want to just let your imagination run yeah, wild, exactly. right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's, I mean, you know, we, like drinking jaws. I mean, the, yeah. the possibilities oh, are yeah. endless, right? So. And also doing things with, in the craft beer community as well, like doing collaborations and yeah. bringing some of their beers to this side of town and everything. So, uh, we'd love to do, you know, different, we'd like to connect with more breweries as well and, uh, just get them that exposure over on this side because, yeah, you know, it's, there's so much good beer out there right now. It's a lot of really cool breweries, a lot of really cool tap rooms too. It's just you know, just excited for things to get a little more normal and yeah, people can get out and and experience more. You so. can promote and like yeah, fully promote yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's been one of the things. It's like we're like how how much do we want to promote? Yeah, yeah. we don't want to like. We want a steady stream of people. Yeah. <laughs> just right. the right amount of people. Right. Where is that algorithm? There's yeah, got to be exactly. something, right? Where if you like, you put the event on Facebook, but then you delete it, but then you post it again, maybe only and certain people. people. Yeah. Right? It's like a mm-hmm. trick, trick exactly. in the system. Yeah. 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 Yep. Don't follow me. I'm, I'm on nothing there. Yeah, we're going nowhere with that. I think you're on something. <laughs> yeah, it might be on something, yeah. <laughs> well, guys, thanks so much for having me in. Great spot. 
love talking to you guys and uh keep doing awesome shit thank you awesome thank you thanks for having us absolutely and thanks for the beers what do you guys have real quick shout out to goldwater Goldwater. oats my goats oats my goats definitely one of my favorites stout season but yeah i'm yeah goldwater and a stout Mm-hmm. All of them. Yeah, all of them. All, all of, of the above. All of the above. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> awesome, guys. Yeah. Thanks so much. Yeah, thank you. Thank you.